There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. All right, folks. It's Wednesday, November 30th. I'm Zachary Crockett here with Rob Litterst, and you're listening to another episode of The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about pretzels. <laughs> yeah, I know, it sounds not so businessy, but stick with us. The snack industry is booming, and pretzels are sort of at the epicenter of that growth. Rob's gonna fill us in. But before we get into that, here's what else is going on in tech and business today. Yesterday, we filled you in about a new high-tech soccer ball that's being used in the World Cup this year. Adidas claimed that it's going to shake up the game. And on Monday, it definitely caused a bit of a stir. Cristiano Ronaldo claimed that he made contact with the ball via a header before a goal. But Adidas consulted the data relayed by the ball, and they concluded that he did not, in fact, make contact with the ball. The goal was actually scored by his teammate, Bruno Fernandes. So that should make for some interesting locker room debates. You may not know this, but two years ago, Nestle acquired the world's only approved peanut allergy drug for $2.6 billion. Now the company is planning to sell it off amid low demand. The drug's not doing so hot. Candy Digital, an NFT collectibles firm last valued at $1.5 billion and backed by the likes of Gary Vaynerchuk, reportedly cut up to half its staff. That's amid a larger market drought that has NFT sale volume down by nearly 100% since the beginning of the year. Shopper turnout hit a record high this Black Friday weekend. According to the National Retail Federation, 196.7 million shoppers flocked into stores and spent around $950 billion. The average shopper dropped around $325. That's up from $301 last year. And of course, some of that is thanks to inflation, but a lot of this spending is certainly raising some eyebrows in the context of recession talk. And lastly, remember TikTok's pink sauce? It was this dipping sauce that went viral over the summer. Well, after a TikTok user named Chef Pie posted about her creation, she sold thousands of bottles of that stuff. It wasn't FDA approved and there was all kinds of drama around it. Well, now that product is officially on the market through Dave's Gourmet Specialty Foods and the reviews are not great. <laughs> But you know what reviews are great for is pretzels. Pretzels are kind of having a moment in the sun as a snack. And Rob, you and I have done a lot of chatting on this podcast about various treats. And I feel like you've become kind of our go-to correspondent in the treat market. What's going on with pretzels here? <laughs> I'll take that title happily. Yeah, we've definitely talked about some niche foods. <laughs> and I feel like pretzels fits in pretty well. The pretzel business is absolutely booming. If you think back to like when we were in elementary school or middle school, like I remember I would get a bag of rolled gold pretzels in my yeah. lunchbox every now and then. That was like what I knew is pretzels as a young kid. Yeah. And I think for most people, that's probably the case. It's either like rolled gold or Snyder's or maybe Utz, but uh -huh. these older companies that only had a few variations. You could either get the classic rolled knot pretzel. You could get a pretzel rod. Like I know my grandpa loved pretzel rods. Oh yeah. <laughs> They've always reminded me of old timers kind of. Yeah, yeah. 
And you got like those old style Snyders, the really thick, crunchy ones. Exactly. I mean, speaking of rolled gold and Snyders, these companies kind of have something of a stranglehold on the pretzel market historically, right? Yeah. So two of the biggest players in pretzels historically are Rolled Gold, which is owned by Frito-Lay, and then Snyder's of Hanover, which was owned by Snyder's Lance, which got acquired by Campbell Soup. And it's this kind of big snack conglomerate. So those are two of kind of the huge players in pretzels who are owned by even huger food conglomerate companies. Hmm. And what happened is they just had a super tight grip on the distribution network fueling local snack aisles, basically. So for a long time, you couldn't really get a ton of variation at the grocery store. Another reason there wasn't a ton of variation was just because people weren't making different pretzels. And mm. I think what's really interesting about this kind of pretzel renaissance to me <laughs> is it kind of follows up on similar moments in other spaces. So if you think about like, I live in New England and craft beer is just huge out here. I don't really think it matters. Yeah. There's a craft beer scene everywhere now. Right, right. And same thing with craft or specialty coffee. Mm -hmm. People love getting different coffee beans from different places. And so they've had these kind of revivals in these two spaces where there's a very long tail of other producers and makers outside of kind of the top companies in the space. And that sort of craft renaissance is hitting the pretzel scene. That is exactly right. And so I think this idea that there was kind of a lack of innovation in the space made it really attractive for entrepreneurs and upstarts to kind of jump in and try to take a crack at it. Mm. So a long time ago, I worked in my first job out of college at Neiman Marcus in merchandising. I worked in a gifts department. And one thing that we bought this one time was these pretzel rods that were just draped in chocolate and all sorts of candy <laughs> and stuff like that made by this company the painted pretzel. And they were eventually on Shark Tank and people loved it. It was a really big episode. A painted pretzel. Yeah. Nice. And if you're looking for a holiday gift, I'm not sure what the state of the company is right now, but they're just absolutely ridiculous. Just covered in candy and chocolate and absolutely delicious. Mm -hmm. But it's startups like that that are kind of putting a new spin on the traditional pretzel. Mm. And so there's that. There's the rise of online shopping, which kind of made these brands visible on social media and online on places like Amazon, where giving people another place to buy pretzels outside of the typical snack aisle where all they're seeing are those kind of old staples. Mm. And then the last piece there is there's kind of like a health and wellness angle that's leading consumers to choose pretzels over other snacks. Like if you think about chips and candy and stuff like that, pretzels have a much lower amount of salt and sugar content than those options. And so I think they've become kind of a healthy alternative, especially when you look at things like pretzel crisps, those kind of flattened versions that have less calories. Mm -hmm. And so people are looking at them as, you know, a healthier alternative that still gives you that same kind of savory taste as your favorite snacks might. Mm. So all of those factors combined have led to sort of a boom in pretzel sales. It's one of the hottest categories in snacks right now. $1.7 billion market in the last 12 months ending in August. Yeah. That's up 16% year over year. And that has some big brands looking to get into the space and compete with World Golden Snyders. Exactly. Yeah, we mentioned those two. And then about a year ago, Hershey's bought a company called Dots Homestyle Pretzels, as well as their manufacturer, just a company called Pretzels Inc., mm. for $1.2 billion. And so that's Hershey's second biggest acquisition of all time, which tells no you how serious wow. they are about pretzels. Well, I will say, 
I don't know if you've ever partaken in a Dots pretzel, but there's something else. They're very, very good. I'm not sure that I've ever actually had them now that I look at the packaging. I was going to ask you what your favorite pretzel brand is. Dots is my favorite pretzel. They're really good. I definitely need to try these now. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they kind of have this like Southwestern spicy kind of seasoning thing going on that's it's very oh, delightful. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I am very much into that. I'm looking out for these next time I go to the grocery store and I'll give Dots a shot. Yeah, there's a company, it's called Port City Pretzels that I really mm. like that's out of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So if you ever see them in a grocery store and you're looking for your pretzel fix, <laughs> I highly recommend them. Yeah, it's funny because like most people don't really think of a pretzel as something that has much room for innovation, I guess. It's kind of just like a piece of, you know, baked bread that's like right. hard and crunchy and maybe it has a little salt on it. I mean, how much innovation can you possibly make on a pretzel, you know? But I think some of these new upstart brands are really proving that, you know, the pretzel itself is kind of just a blank canvas right. that you can really make into your own thing. Exactly. I'm old enough to remember when M&M made their first pretzel M&M, and it was, it's absolutely incredible. <laughs> sure. I think there's a lot of innovation in the space. I mean, my all-time favorite pretzel, I think, is not a pretzel that you would get in a bag. Well, it's kind of like a little paper bag, but... Annie Ann's. Hmm. I think there's an Annie Ann's in every single mall in America. Mm -hmm. And you can go in there, get their cinnamon sugar pretzel. Okay. When I was younger, that was just an absolute staple of my diet. I don't eat like that anymore, thank God. But those things are freaking great. Have you ever had an Annie Ann's cinnamon sugar pretzel, Zach? Yeah, they're unbelievable. Wetzel's pretzels. Oh, yeah. The, all the soft pretzels are, are on another level for sure. I'll take a soft pretzel almost over anything else. Totally agree. If I have my choice. The funny thing, so our boss here at the Hustle, Jordan, is a Philly guy. I need to ask him about this because when I was growing up, my grandparents lived in Philadelphia and on random street corners in Philadelphia, they sell soft pretzels. It was just hmm. like this random Philadelphia thing. Hmm. And both my grandparents grew up there, have a lot of family there. And they said this was like an old thing that's been around forever. So I, I got to check in on this and see if they've got the old school pretzels going on in Philly. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of innovation and kind of big industry moves with Hershey's getting into the space, maybe trying to disrupt some of the duopoly of World Gold and Snyder's, where are things heading, you think, in the pretzel space? So I think you hit on a couple of things right there. One cool thing about pretzels is they can go savory and sweet. Mm -hmm. So you find companies like Dots and Port City pretzels that are really getting innovative with new flavors, mm -hmm. you know, like Buffalo or Zesty Ranch or Honey Mustard. Mm -hmm. But then you can also go the sweet route. So you can do like I was talking about the painted pretzels. Sure. Some of these private companies will be able to exist on their own and do really well. But I think there's also a really good chance that some titans of industry in the pretzel space like Snyder's and Rolled Gold will probably end up acquiring some of these guys. Yeah. Well, you know, as we all know with any industry, it's hard to get rid of the big guys who've been around for a long time. And, you know, Rolled Gold and Snyder's are titans of industry. And as you said, we might see some consolidation in the pretzel space moving forward. But it's still exciting to, you know, walk down the snack aisle and see some new offerings coming in. Couldn't agree more. I'm putting dots on the list. Yeah, I might have to run out to the grocery store. They won't let you down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today, Robert Hartwig, our executive producer, Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage for you over in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. That's thehustle.co slash email. Have a wonderful Wednesday, and we'll catch you all tomorrow.